Did you just like put in our? I went to Goblin Tools okay. and I did spicy level more passionate. <laughs> with the normal, just like uh, I'll read with the normal. Hey everybody, one I'm Kaylin. <laughs> okay, so I took. Welcome to Rough Around the Hedges podcast. My name is Kaylin. I'm Christine, and I'm Maggie. And today we are going to have ourselves a merry little plant trap. And I converted it to five spicy peppers. More passionate. <laughs> more passion. More passion. Welcome, dear listeners, to the breathtaking and soul-stirring realm of Rough Around the Hedges podcast. Prepare your hearts to be swept away by the sheer magnitude of emotion coursing through the airwaves. Gather round for I, Kaylin, along with my magnificent co-host, Christine, shall embark on a journey of unparalleled passion and intensity today. Oh, how our souls yearn to share with you, our cherished audience, an ethereal meandering through the enchanting world of foliage and verdant wonder. Feel the intensity. Let it consume you and join us on this extraordinary journey of love, laughter, and infinite growth. Welcome to Rough Around the Hedges, where miracles unfold with every ardent word and a merry little plant chat about Valentine's Day plants shall ignite your soul like never before. God, that was awful. <laughs> that was our very special um, Valentine's exclusive intro. <laughs> <clears throat> oh, dear Lord. Um, yes, I'm pretty sure it's a little AI site where I turn my spicy thoughts into uh, more passionate thoughts at the level of five spicy peppers, which is the craziest you can go. And I definitely didn't read like five additional paragraphs that they wrote for me. <laughs> but uh, for that, you're welcome. <laughs> Maybe we'll put it in the Discord for Ooh, people to boy. read. And then I did another one with the just three spicy peppers to see what was like middle ground. And it was still really just like sappy. <laughs> like, oh, dear man, this is crazy. I don't feel this passionate about anything. See, everybody, we could be worse. <laughs> yes, and I could talk with a breathy, airy voice. <laughs> just longing for my plans. <laughs> All right. No, okay. Down to business. So happy Valentine's Day week. If you celebrate. Um, but this week we're going to discuss, oh man, is it Valentine's, do we say Valentine's Day plans? I don't know. So we just kind of like at the spur of the moment decided to talk about this kind of like a, in lieu of flowers, consider getting your loved one or your plant friend, someone who's into plants, these plants instead. And they are quote unquote Valentine's themed. Yeah. Mostly they're pink. So. Or they're heart-shaped. Yeah, and then for those who are anti-Valentines, we have a list of black plants for you to go for, too. So, yep. have fun. Yep. And, you know, it's funny. Um, I'm actually into both pink plants and black plants, so it's perfect. Yeah. Perfect. But I'm not really into Valentine's Day, so that's, and we'll that's go where you got me. Yeah, we'll go through them and see which ones are worth it, not worth it, who they are best for, I guess. Things you should know before you go out and buy a Valentine's Day themed plant. Yeah, so if you're not a plant person buying for a plant person, this is the podcast for you. I don't yeah. know how you got here. I don't know how you stumbled upon this Maybe episode we have really, specifically. Really good SEO. Maybe I'll boost this one <laughs> so that we can get people listening. But yeah, at this uh. point, you have three days to figure this out. Because this will post on the 11th and 14th is Valentine's Day. Surprise. Yep. If you don't know. I would say. I always find tangent, but relevant. I always see people, sorry, men on like five o'clock on Valentine's Day, like running into Target and running out with like roses. One, they're not covered. So those roses died on the way home because it's cold. And two, like, come on, plan ahead a little bit. See, okay, another tangent. This is the beautiful <laughs> thing about my relationship. We don't give a fuck about Valentine's no, neither, Day. No, neither do we. And I actually don't encourage participating in overpriced chocolate and flowers. No, just do something um, nice. When Christine and I were in college on our way to our apartment, we had to drive by Flowerama, and oh, I watched yeah. the price of roses throughout the year <laughs> just, like, triple in the weeks leading up to Valentine's Day. They were, like, it was, like, $10 per dozen. Which is a lot back then. That's 12 years ago at this point. Oh, God. Yikes. <laughs> Yikes. Um, yeah, the cheapest I think I ever saw was nine ninety nine for a dozen. And then I think it went up to $12 for a dozen. But then it would spike to like forty five ninety nine at Valentine's Day for a dozen roses. Oh, my God. And I was like, okay, I don't ever want anyone to buy me roses on Valentine's Day because this is this. I can't do this price hike. We not, we're not participating in this. So right. like. I just say, get me flowers at a different time during the year, and then you'll be off the hook for Valentine's Day flowers. Yeah. But Brandon doesn't even do that because we now grow our own flowers outside and they're pink. So who cares? Right. But 
So, yeah, in lieu of flowers, consider some of these plants because they'll live, hopefully, they'll live longer. longer. <laughs> um, yeah. And a lot of this kind of stemmed from because you tend to see a lot of these plants start showing up, especially in like targets. Yeah. This time of year. The big one you're going to see is Hoya carii. Yeah. They are usually a singular, waxy, thick, heart-shaped leaf planted with the tip of the leaf in soil in like a small, like two-inch pot. Yeah. It's usually, oh, hi, Mr. Ball. <laughs> Mr. Ball would like to talk about plants, too. He is our void. Um, it's just a single leaf of yeah. the Hoya I, I that like they that have you put po- in soil. Yeah, I like that you pointed out that it's the tip of the leaf, that there is no node necessarily attached to them. Some You'll never times, know until yeah. it starts growing. If it starts growing. But it might not. It might just forever stay a heart, which is cute if you like that aesthetic. If you're trying to get a Hoya carii plant, you... You're not going to have any luck buying any of these. Right. Because usually these little these little leaves and pots are tend to be cheap or like I think around like the five dollar range. Yeah. Um, and and it's, it's just a leaf. There's no no tissue on there at all. Yeah. Because it, it will not grow. Even if you give it ideal conditions, it will forever stay a leaf unless you get unless a little bit of out. tissue from that node that somehow managed to stay on there. Yeah. So I have included it, which <laughs> I, you again won't know because it's buried. I have been known to kind of like dig around in all of the pots to see if I can find a node or not. But one thing that's blown my mind about the Hoya Carrie is like when they first came out in those pots and I saw them and I had learned that, you know, it's just a leaf. It's not going to grow. I was like, well, where can I get that plant that will grow? Mm-hmm. You never see them anywhere. You, you don't see them very often. You they tend to be more anywhere. expensive. So that's why people like buy them thinking, oh, I'm going to get a Carrie for cheap. Do. But then they never grow. Maybe the nurseries are just holding on to those plants to only propagate them for Valentine's I Day. I still have never grown a carry because I'm still holding out for an inner variegated one because I, I really like the inner variegated carry mm-hmm. Um, Someday, maybe I'll get one. Yeah, maybe if I have like 25 plants, I could add a giant carry <laughs> And I say giant carry because I would let it grow giant. I yeah, would want it to let be it big. grow, get big. And like, those are some big leaves. Mm-hmm. It's not like a Hoya Matilda <clears throat> where it just, you know. Oh, yeah. We'll stay on your trellis nice and small. Like you need a big trellis. You have to commit to that. Well, and that's that's one that one is like, um, oh, my gosh. Obavada, where the, the mm-hmm. it's a super woody vine. So trellising is not easy because you it's, you have to get to it like almost immediately. Yeah. Before it hardens off and then you can't twist it without breaking it. Ugh. Yeah. So I guess if you want a big one, you have to start with a probably one, like one of those big U-shaped trellises. or Right. The little crosshatch ones. Yeah. But carrie is a great plant if you do get the actual plant for somebody because the heart-shaped leaves. I know. They're so charming. You know who also has heart-shaped leaves? The Hartley philodendron. Not where I was going. <laughs> you're not wrong, but you're not right. <laughs> what were you thinking? String of hearts. Oh, shit. Yeah, I wrote right. that down here. <laughs> I wrote this down as a quote-unquote pink plant because variegated string of yeah, hearts. Yeah, the variegated string of hearts are pink. Um, that is another good Valentine's Day plant because the leaves are literally heart-shaped. Um, I suppose if you're shopping for your sweetie, you'll usually find those in like, what, a three inch pot mm-hmm. for like five to eight bucks, or you'll find a giant hanging basket. You think variegated is like that cheap now? 60 bucks. A three inch pot for $8. That's I was talking sweet. about the regular ones. Yeah. Um, probably $10 for the same for a variegated. Yeah. Those, those are definitely going down in price too. Right. They, the string of hearts tend to look straggly unless you spend the cash on one of those big hanging baskets, but- Grow it out, chop and prop, do the butterfly propagation method, which mm-hmm. is where you take single node cuttings, lay it on moist substrate, keep it humid, keep it moist, and then each of those individual nodes will root into the soil and grow its own vine. Yeah. I have uber success with the butterfly method on string of hearts. It makes a very, very full plant when you do it right. Yeah. And give it lots of light. So and it's I have one amazing string of hearts. It's one that looks awesome trailing. Um, it can get a little crazy so you have to be careful that it doesn't get all tangled up within itself you put it on a trellis i put mine on a heart trellis oh man yeah and it was super cute is it, do you still have it i don't have that one anymore did you chop it up or sell it it what did i do i don't throw it out? It, it kind of throw it out i think it was a mealy thing was it um, variegated no that was just my the regular, regular one yep that was cool because you noticed that you got larger like with a quarter oh yeah leaves? it got big leaves when it had the support yeah that's kind of wild so something to think of oh the only downside is they have like such long internodal spacing that you're going to mm-hmm. be wrapping that thing forever and ever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That was part of the reason why I was like, why did I do this? 
because uh, I think I had to unwrap it, it up something. every day. Well, because it got passed, and then I was trying to like unravel mm-hmm. it to get to stuff. Mm-hmm. And then at that point, I was like, you know what? I'm done. It's regular you know, string of hearts. Okay. Throwing it away. <laughs> this has nothing to do with Valentine's Day, but if you get into that position with string of hearts, what's nice about them is you can just chop it all back. Yeah, just chop off all your vines. Maybe leave a couple leaves for you know propagation purposes. But it'll if your roots are fine, it'll grow back. Yeah, and then it usually branches out and grows back fuller than it was before. Yeah. So I definitely re- recommend doing that. Pro tip with your string of hearts. Um, they have very shallow roots, so they don't need giant pots necessarily. They don't need deep pots. When I propagate them, I use like a like a hummus container that's only like an inch and a half deep. But when they fill that up, I will put them in like a normal pot mm. um, to let them get a little deeper. But I have had them in like a five or six inch pot and those roots have... They gotcha. have gone down to the bottom and they're like, they're not as fine as some plants. Yeah. Um, I, I, maybe they're just not as, I, I, I also tend to like leave them in the same pot for longer because they don't like ruin the soil as quick. So they don't need to be repotted. Sure. So maybe that's why I have seen more deep roots. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just guessing. Here. <clears throat> um, yeah. Get the, uh, get the variegated ones. Those are adorable. They're they have very white and cute. pink on them. Yeah. Oh, one I wrote down that you will start seeing everywhere right this time of year is the nerve plant Pitonia. Pitonia albivenus. So word of caution. Easy, it's an easy plant. You just cannot let it go dry. It has to stay yeah. wet at all times. It doesn't even need humidity. I grew them above the radiator at work mm. where it's like 3% humidity in winter. You just yeah. can't let them dry out. Yeah. So you just have to be careful. Maybe if you're an overwaterer, this is a plant for you um, to a point. So I had the green nerve plant with the white veins and then i had the green nerve plant with the red veins i love those guys but now i have a pink one yeah. i have the fitonia frankie and he seems to be a whole different breed oh really like yeah more needy yeah i don't know if it's like a light thing um, i it's don't know in humidity which it should be appreciative of that but like i am not having the same success with this pink one as i am i did with the other two right but i'm trying to figure out it's growing yeah, this We're getting a little year. bit more light and seeing if that's what it wants. Yeah, this is a nice plant for color wise because it's perfect for Valentine's Day because you and there are like pink ones, there are white ones, there are red ones. Yeah, yeah, it's not variegation that's going to go away. It's mm-hmm. consistently pink. Mm-hmm. But you just have to be careful with them. Yeah, don't let them dry out. So definitely if you have a like a person you're trying to buy for who is an overwaterer or liberal with their water or they like to check on their plants and like to water them often, this would be a perfect plant for them. And this is because they can feel free to water it whenever they want and it's going to be fine. And this is a pretty um, drama, dramatic one, too, right? Where uh, will, Yes. Yeah. Um, this is a plant that will communicate its needs to you. If it gets too dry, the leaves will wilt. But then if you water it in time... The leaves will perk back up and look like nothing ever happened. Right. But when it dries out and it wilts, it will look like it died. Yeah. And always air of caution on that one, too. If you use that signal too much, you can end up harming the plant yeah, you're, in you're the long like, run. You're ultimately stressing the plant out when you let it do that. Mm-hmm. So don't let it do that every time. But if it happens once or twice, you're going to be just fine. As yeah. long as you didn't let it dry out way too much, because <laughs> then you might actually have killed it. Uh, but if you're like a day late, it'll be fine. Yeah. It'll bounce back. Aglaonema. Oh, yeah. I actually have, I've been working and collecting all the pink ones. Mm-hmm. So I have Siam Aurora, which is dark green leaves with red veins and then red margins. Um, I have the pink Dalmatian, which is green leaves with white, or wow, green leaves with pink spots, like a Dalmatian. Um, I have the Animaniae, or Animaniae, um, and the cherry pink. Jerry Pink. Jerry Pink. Um, those ones are mostly all pink with like a little bit of green in them. The cherry pink has, is it a green margin? Something like that. There was one I can't remember the name of, but it's like green leaves with pink and it's more like a pink mottled leaf. I mm. never actually figure out the name for that one, uh, but it's it's like the most common pink when you end up seeing places. Yeah. And then is that, I think that's it for the pink aglaonemas that I've had. Uh, I love an aglaonema though. Super easy care. Um, you can let it dry out most of the way and they only need like, they're not picky about highlights. So you don't have to give it your best window. You just need to put it in a window. Mm-hmm. Uh, mine are living in east windows and they fucking love it. Easy peasy lemon squeezy. <laughs> Super minimal care plant. Love it. Yeah. And then um, the foliage just nice and bushy. Um, if you get one of the ones with multiple plants in the pot, my two all pink mm-hmm. ones, my, Jerry, my cherry pink and my animaniae. Uh, 
I also have one plant in the pot and I put both of them together just to make it look more substantial. <laughs> but like they're sad and they don't really grow new growth points very easily. So it's just like two sticks in a pot with like seven leaves each. And I'm like, okay, buddies, you can do better than this. <laughs> uh, probably my favorite one on this list. Uh, Ruby? No. Stramantha Triostar. Ooh, the Triostar. Okay. Trio, not Trio. Trio. I call it Trio Star because Trio is pronounced Trio. But Tri is tricolor. Like Trio three. Star. I don't know. Whatever. It's a name. You know <laughs> what we're talking about. Stramantha Trio Star. So Stramantha is going to be like in your prayer plant category. I think Stramanthas are easier than Calatheas. Yes. Uh, easier down. than Marantas. And so. Trio Star is prob- arguably probably one of the prettiest prayer plants, period. I love it. It's so, got hot pink undersides of the leaves and then mm-hmm. the leaves themselves are like green and white with like mint variegation yeah and they make these Every really long like pointy spearheaded yeah the not spearheaded they're, they're like yeah. swords yeah real sharp leaves i love them and then the more light you give them the bigger leaves you get and also i have found the more light they get the more variegated they are yeah so the more white you get on your leaves the less light they get the more green you have on your leaves so you can balance out your preference there by how much light you give it Mm-hmm. Uh, super undemanding as long as you don't let them dry out. Yeah, and, but moist. they but they can they can dry out. Like they're not as prone yeah, to. If just, you let them dry out, they're not going to like immediately crisp up. But yeah. also, if you don't let them dry out, you're not going to deal with any crispy leaf tips. Right. I love, I love that, that. Plant. So cool. Love it. <clears throat> Let's see. Uh, pink illusion syngonium. That's one that you you'll see a oh, lot. Yeah, that's, that's like the neon robusta. Yeah. There's a number of pink syngoniums out there. Um, yeah, but this is the one that you'll find a lot. Like I said, like that will start popping one. up in targets and stuff. Yeah. In little pots. I, I love a pink syngonium. Um, they're such wonky little dudes. Um, Be careful. They tend to get leggy if you're not giving them, them enough, enough light. light. Well, so you, that's the beauty of this plant is when they're smaller, they will grow kind of right on top of each, like each leaf will grow right on top of each other. You won't have a lot of internodal spacing. And then once you get like, I don't know, a foot above the plant, all of a sudden it'll be like, we're going to grow a vine. Yeah. And then it'll like just shoot out and get tall. And you're like, well, where did this come from? That's just how it grows. Um, you can put it on a trellis. You can put it on a pole, like a stake. I wouldn't use a moss pole. Um, or beautiful thing here. You can cut that runner back, propagate what you cut off, make new plants. And then that plant is going to put out a bunch of new growth points from, you know, the vine you cut, and then you're going to get a much fuller plant. And the wild thing about syngoniums I found is that when they get cut back and branch like that, they're not just putting out like one or two growth points. They're putting out like seven. Mm-hmm. It's nuts. So like with just like a couple strategic cutbacks, you can get a very full plant and you can keep it that nice, like little pot shaped plant without having to like let it go or you can let it go it's fine you can do whatever <laughs> <laughs> but you have options yeah the 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 pink illusion one specifically i don't know that's scientific name that mm-hmm. one easily is easy to get and i think tends to be one of the easier ones to grow they also have <clears throat> the the true what is it tricolor yeah but tricolor has pink in it with green and white yeah that um, one's cool harder to get yeah pink fancy. splash pink, pink splash that was the one I had. Milk confetti. Yeah. Pink strawberry confetti, milkshake. Robusta. Strawberry milkshake, right? That was one. Is it milkshake? I don't know. There's so many. There, there was a whole time where I was like, oh my God, I have to collect these all. But <laughs> I'm thankful I didn't. Yeah. Um, I We can decide if we want to talk about this one. I quickly threw on Ethereum because you tend to see pink and red Ethereums pop up. The, oh, the yeah, painter's, the painter's palette, palette one. one. Yeah, yeah, it's like the, the flamingo. The, yeah, the basic... Basic anthurium. Those are cool. The nice waxy flowers. They look kind of funky. I what I will like them. say is you'll buy one with a flower and then it's so hard to get it to flower again. That specific kind. Which, fun fact, the flowers on those ones are a modified leaf, which is cool. So like a leaf will like turn into a flower, but it has mm-hmm. to have the exact right conditions. And I could never make that happen. I bought a black one. What? Yeah, it was cool. <gasps> cool. Uh, but it was super hard to get it to flower again. Do you still have it? No, because it was hard to get to flower. Ah, okay. <laughs> do you have uh, ficus ruby, the taniki ruby yes, yes. on your list? I do. I have taniki and ruby on my list. Yeah, We can go to that one next. Perfect. Um, that's one of my favorites, the ruby. Uh, when it gets bright light that it wants, it's going to put out just like blood red, pink, hot yeah. pink, deep magenta new leaves. Uh, the ruby will tend to fade as the leaves get older, uh, but that new growth still comes in. Yeah. Nice and rich. It's very saturated, very satisfying. 
and Tanikis when they come in, they're nice. They have tend to have real pink edges and then they fade out to the white for mine, yeah. at least. My Taniki and my Ruby, I'm growing in the same pot to yeah. save on space. And they're both, they're definitely getting enough light because I have them under one of my Soltech aspect lights. Um, but yeah, my Taniki leaves, they don't come in as pink as the Ruby right. leaves, but they do come in pretty dang pink. Yeah. And then fade out. Yeah. And I really love the, when the, when the white creamy variegation, once it fades to that color, I'm just like, you're so pretty. <laughs> Just appealing to my eyes. I love it. And then as far as ficus go, it's as far as care, it's easily easy, like a burgundy just has cooler colors. Just give it lots of, gets it lots of light, give it lots of light. And by lots of light, we mean put lots it in a light. west window or a south window with the blinds never closed. And I would argue west window in the winter up here does, is not enough light for them. I've had You're probably going to want to get a grow. And look, you, could, you can let it go dormant in the winter. You can. Um, but, but if, if you, you want it to grow inside during the winter, you're going to need a powerful grow light. In my case, I use the Soltec Aspect Lights. I have a couple of them over my ficus. They do wonderfully. And then in the summer, put it outside in full sun. Absolutely. Just, you'll, you'll still want to acclimate it so you don't yeah. get any leaf burn. Yeah. But definitely they can be grown outside in full sun. And they love it. I grow them on the east side of my house and they go nuts. Yeah. Um, I put, I did put ficus burgundy on this side of the list, but maybe it should go on the black side. It should go on the black side. Okay. We'll talk about it on the black side. Uh, um, heart shaped leaves. We mentioned earlier the philodendron heart leaf, just a green vining plant, but they yeah. do come in different variations because you can get the green one. You can get the aurea. You can the get Brazil. the, yep. The Brazil, the Rio cream splash, silver splash. Variegated. Um, yep. The variegated one. And you're just getting some nice heart shaped vines. Yeah. When you buy it, it'll probably just be a orange pot. Or a hanging basket. Oh, I suppose, yeah. You usually find them as hanging baskets. Yeah. Um Pink Princess. Ah, classic. Pink Princess. Yep. <laughs> Those are super common, super cheap right now. Um, the ones that are all the rage are the marble, marble pink princess, and that's just speckled variegation instead of, you know, more of the solid patches, which they're cool, but I'm not gonna go out and buy two of them. Right. I have one, I'm good. Yeah. I I sold mine off. Because I just, it's a, when they're little, I love them. When and they're they little and compact. And Once they start getting weird and leggy and viney and tall. Have you, have you seen them when they get big leaves though? Yes. That's sexy. But they're still leggy and viney. Kind and of, yeah. <laughs> That's why you gotta have like two in the same pot. Yeah. I, um, I have one from Adam. Yeah. Because Adam has amazing variegation on his pink princesses. So yeah. I have that one and he's just out competing my goth reverted one <laughs> hands down and i'm like my plan was to pot them together but now i'm like i'm not sure right i, I kind of want to keep them separate because i like the goth plant on one side and i like the nice pink princess by itself right um this next plant will be able to go on both sides of the list easy but calathea uh rosa rosio picta rosio picta which covers many different types of varieties there's the rosy the dotty medallion the princess jesse um corona yep there's a what medallion version one version two <laughs> yeah oh yeah yeah yeah. <clears throat> uh, okay my favorite calathea rosio picta i think it's the princess jesse same because it has that like feathery pink edge yes with a black leaf yep the dotty was cool but i think princess jesse definitely outdid that one mm -hmm. um i wanted a rosy never got a rosy because yeah. they were always 20 bucks i'm not gonna pay 20 dollars for calathea <laughs> especially if they don't like me, which yeah. to a point, some of them liked me, some of them didn't. And Calatheas can be a heartbreaking tale. You just have to be careful. Well, they grow back as well. So like there's that. As long as you don't rot them. Uh, yeah. um, That's another one good for overwaters because they don't want to dry out. Some of them do need humidity. They will always appreciate humidity. That is one that will always appreciate. Yeah, humidity. they'll appreciate it, but it's not end all be all. Right. As long as you don't let it dry out. Yeah. Keep it wet. It'll be fine. Maybe I'll try one again now that I'm more experienced. If I had 25 plants, I would grow another one of those. Yeah. I have my mosaic and my gray star. Love them to death. But yeah. Um, ooh, I'm going to add a pink plant. Sure. Begonias. I, I have here most begonias. <laughs> <laughs> Not all begonias are pink. A lot of them have some kind of pink in them. Um, yeah. Personally, uh, in my line of sight is my begonia pink minx. Right. Which has red undersides and then the facing leaves. It's like a charcoal blackish. Yeah. Um, with spots um, like and the sheen. more the more light you get the more like vibrant pink that thing has get. come back it comes yeah full force it comes back all the time that's what i love about begonias you can trap it back it'll grow back yeah um, um jen has the one that i propped for her 
in her grow tent. And I don't know if it's the light or the humidity, but hers is just like electric pink. And I'm like, holy shit, how do I do that? (laughs) I want it. Um, I have the Brev on here. Brevamosa, but Brevamosa. There's a lot of Rexes that are pink. I was going to say, just Rex. Yeah. Um, God damn, Brevamosa. Uh, hit me up, anybody local, or I mean, hell, if you want me to ship it, just contact me in the spring. If anyone wants Brevermosa, let me know. I will make you one. I'm not actively <laughs> propping right now, but I can always cut that thing back to encourage it to branch. So, yeah, lovely pink and black foliage, very sexy, does need humidity, right? Unless you want crispy edges, regardless of how wet you keep that soil. Yeah, they definitely grow way better in humidity and they're flawless. Um, I have two more pink ones and then. Maybe if you have any that you can think of, I have peperomia. You can get a lot of different pink slash red peperomias, like the little. Oh, like the ripples. <clears throat> the little ripple ones. Yeah. I can't think of any species off the top of my brain, but no, you I'm will just find the, them. The ripple one. Yeah. And they're also kind of heart shaped leaves. A little bit. Little fatties. Yeah. I do like the the sexy red ones. Yeah. I like, yeah, the real deep red ones. Yeah. I can't remember what the common name was on those. I had one. The hypoestes is the polka dot plant. Yeah. Those come in like blood red and lots of pink shades. Sure. Um, Those I'll caution you if you get those for somebody, they will look amazing and then they will get leggy. Mm -hmm. You got to cut them back unless you like that leggy look. Um, They also need a lot of light. They're like, I'm not going to say weeds outside, but Mm -hmm. you can grow them outside and they're kind of like weeds. Yeah. Uh, um, but it's it's not a house plant that's going to stay nice forever. Right. It takes some work or you have to just throw it out when you're done looking at it. Uh, last pink one that I have, try to scan to you. Do the- <coughs> <coughs> like the Nanook. Nanook, the Pink Panther. Ooh, Khaleesi Reppin. Khaleesi Reppin. kind of pinky. Yeah. Um, yeah, like, what is it? Is it tricolor where they have the the, the oh, three colored? There's a quad. It's quad? There's, a, there's a Well, there's, there's this. What's the small leaf? One. Yeah, that's the, the that's the tricolor one. But the quad is the bigger leaves. Yep. Yeah, those are cool. Um, again, that's another plant you're gonna need to take your scissors to if you want to keep it nice for like long term. But the beautiful thing about those is it's easy enough to just take cuttings, start a whole brand new pot, and throw away the butt cut of the other one, or let it grow back. Yeah. Fun to propagate. Fun to play with. Yeah. I um, had I had the Zebrina, and I think I had, I had the Nanook that was potted too deep, so that didn't last. But then I had a, I'm pretty sure I had the Calicia repens. Mm-hmm. Um, loved being outside. Oh yeah, did you had an amazing. Did not do well summer inside. Yeah, for me with that one. So I gave it away. I I end up getting sick of how often you have to restart them. Yeah. Like you're right, they do amazing outside, but they kind of struggle inside if they don't get enough light. And super easy. Oh, also, it really annoyed me how easy it is to break off their stuff. Because <laughs> every time I'd like touch it, I'd break something, and I'd be like, now I have to do something with this. Right. <clears throat> so. I, um, I, I I would totally absolutely recommend Trandoscantia for any beginner plant parent. Sure. And like they have so many different colors and leaf shapes and varieties. Like there's, sh- you could definitely find something for everybody uh, in that family. If you have a plant parent who wants hands-on fun stuff, projects, propagation, mm-hmm. they root super easy. They're just really undemanding. Yeah. Other than, you know, don't let me dry out. Yeah. And give me lots of light. Uh, as far as any other pink plants, oh, I'm thinking now Huscoliana variegata, Hoya. Like, yeah, that one, new leaves come out. Come pink. out. There's a lot of Hoyas that will come out pink leaf and then hard Lisa. enough to green. Lisa. Oh Hoya Lisa. The Carnosa. The Queen and Princess Carnosa. Yeah. Oh, and like the Princess, don't they have pink stems? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that. Uh, but yeah, Lisa, I do love a new leaf on a Lisa. That is so pretty. Blood red. Mm-hmm. So sexy. Uh, my poor Lisa is tucked away behind my elbow. And so it gets amazing south facing light, but I don't get to see it because it's tucked away. Yeah. Farther away from farther away from the people. <laughs> <laughs> the people. Cool. I'm trying to think of any other pink. I, there, I love pink. More, so I've collected very naturally occurring. all the pink. Not yeah. all the pink. I, I, got, I've cov- I can't talk. I've collected a lot of pink plants. We've covered probably all the ones. You're kind of thorn. The flowers are pink. Oh, yeah. And then if you have like a Thanksgiving cactus, but you're not going to buy those at Valentine's Day time. Yeah. And there's like aloe, not aloes. Oh, yeah. Aloes, they have pink. Like I had a pink blush. That was really cool. There's um, some Escovarios that have like pink edges on them. Fulworthias probably. Oh yeah. oh, yeah. There's like pink succulents out there. Mm-hmm. Shoot. I had something in mind and then I forgot it. Sorry. Yeah. Looking around at my pink plants. <laughs> nope. I've lost it. Okay. Want to go to the black plants? Yes, I love black plants. They're very <laughs> sexy. So for all you Valentine's Day haters out there, here's our uh, 
Stone Cold Heart section. Yes. Very first one on the top of the list that everyone should have in their collection no Raven's matter what. Easy. Raven's Easy. <laughs> Raven's Easy. I was Raven's hoping we'd easy. say that at the same time, but I got, yeah. I got jumpy. <laughs> Um, Raven's easy. I love a Raven's easy. If you have a regular ZZ and you don't have a Raven's easy, what the hell are you even doing? Get one. They're so cool. They're so glossy. And then, uh, because I like to tell people what to do, give it lots of light and water it fairly Mm -hmm. regularly. And then you will just be surprised at how that thing takes off. Yep. Oh God, man. It's so cool. I got one of those like six inch Costa Farms pots in 2020. Wow. Really? You put mine to shame. You what? Put my, you put mine to shame then if it, we got it around the same time. <laughs> mine does need an up pot. Um, I tortured mine for the first year. I kept it in a six inch pot. And that's kind of where I'm at. It did not. Uh, they like to be tight in the pot. But like I left it in there for a year too long. I think that's probably where I am also right now. not watering it uh, enough. But once I took it out of that pot. And I ended up putting it in, I think the pot it's in now, Jesus Louise. Um, <laughs> that's nuts. It's in an eight inch pot right now. And but a tall one. It too. lived, yeah, it lived outside in my greenhouse, loved it out there, went nuts, uh, continues to go nuts. Right now, it's still in that same eight inch pot. It is bulging, that nursery pot. Yeah. It is solid. It's got like some nuts in there. <laughs> like you can go and you can see no, how the plastic got, is got rhizomes. deformed. <laughs> I'm talking about. <laughs> Should I say it? Chuspa? Nah. When a guy has a giant package, you can't keep oh my God. pants. <laughs> That's why I said nuts. I'm a pervert. What do you want from me? I I just, Raven's easy. Like, if we want to talk underrated plants, Raven's, Raven's easy. easy. Can you imagine if that thing was in a pot the size of the, what the plumeria is in? Can you imagine if it had And leaves? how tall it would be? To be in that, that's, that's like what I'm looking at in the next year, I think. If the leaflets were the size of your plumeria leaves. <sighs> that's like a mutant. That thing would be nuts. We're doing it. We're doing it. I don't have enough room for all these plants, but hey. Raven's easy stays on no matter what. Yeah. Um, Definitely in my top 15. I don't think I put him in my top 10 before, but he did, also didn't look like that before. Right. So. Right. It's a sexy beast. It's actually really interesting how some, some of these like flip flops. So like I have pepperomia on here again, because you can find... Dark Very ones. dark, almost black looking leaves mm-hmm. on peperomias. I think they are technically a red, but they, it's most well, like Raven's Easy is a green technically, but from it's so deep from distance, it's yeah. black. Um, so again, peperomia, you can find some black ones. They okay. have black begonias. I have that on here. There's black yeah, begonias. Black mama, black fancy. Those are sweet. Yeah. Um, I have again, Calatheas because the Dottie, the Rosa Pecta, Rosa Pecta, Dottie, Princess Jessie. They all have black on them. Ooh, go, yeah, the Gopersha. Um, the one that they thought was gonna be the next it plant, but no one can keep them alive. Oh, that is it a Geopersha? Yeah. The disco. Well, what's the species? I can't remember. I know what you're talking about. Glob, blah. It starts with the glob, blah, blah. Does it start with a D or a C? What's it called? Simone is the only person that I know that has a decent looking one. Uh, Victoria has one that she grows in a tote specifically. Oh, sure. But it doesn't leave the Geopersia. It doesn't leave the tote. Now, if they just renamed all the Calatheas, I can't find the Gopersia that I want because now it's all the Calathea names on the internet. Yeah, this is going to be hard. Dang it. It starts with a C, I think. Do, do, do. Ugh. In the meanwhile, while Kaylin's searching it, um, what do I have on here? Oh, okay. So the next two that I'm going to talk about, again, word of caution, you have to be a very particular plant parent. And for the second one in the expert level plant parent, because I even killed one, black velvet alocasia and then inferalis alocasia. Oh, invernalis. Um, I've had both. I got rid of the black velvet just because I was going to make space for the black ninja, I think it's called, uh, alocasia, which is basically a black velvet, but smaller leaves. Um, those are great. That's a great starter alocasia. They have a thicker leaf so they can, um, handle a little more for lack of a better term abuse. Like they aren't super susceptible to, uh, brown edges. They don't necessarily need humidity. They again, appreciate humidity, but they don't need it. Um, great starter alocasia. Infernalis, however, I just could never figure it out. I ended up, I ended up just tossing it because I could just not get it to root. No matter what I tried, the infernalis. Mm-hmm. It came with some rotted roots, 
So I was going to try and reroute it and it just wouldn't do it. And it would put out like a leaf every now and then, but it just wasn't. Speaking of black leaf alocasias that I killed, I killed that poor flying squid goth baby. <laughs> Is that considered a black leaf? I mean, kind of. They come in green and turn dark. Yeah. Um, I had a black velvet. I did not have the space to dedicate to him over other ones that I chose right. to prioritize. And so I ended up getting him nice enough to sell. Mm-hmm. And I sold him and I have not grown black velvet since. But he was one night I had a bit of a tricky time yeah. figuring out care for. Yeah, but I think once you get it, it's not. If I had 50 plants and room to have another black velvet, <laughs> I could fit him in somewhere where I could give him higher humidity or more light. And yeah. I could probably make him happy. But right. And then had there's, to pare down. There's other alocasia and colocasias that are black leaves. There's, like black magic, yeah. colocasia. That one's all black. Um, Regal Shield doesn't have black leaves, but they're dark Pretty and sexy dark. with green neon veins, which are really cool. I wonder how many episodes we can go without you bringing up Regal Shield. Nah, he's a star. It's <laughs> a sexy bitch. Uh, Cupria. I mean, that's Ooh, yeah, super the, dark. Um, Aslanii. Yeah. Ooh, Aslanii has pink veins. It does. Dark foliage, pink veins. You know, I was curious about how big that can get. I, I am too. looked up and I didn't see a lot of pictures on the Google images. The, um, but somebody had one where the leaves were like really decent size. Yeah. And so I was like, okay, that's my next goal. Cause I have not been able to size mine up. I, I've had, again, I'm, I am torturing my Aslanae right now. It is in desperate need of a repot. So it's starting to give small leaves cause it's stressed out. Mm. But the largest leaf I've had on it so far has been about hand size. I don't think I've gotten that. And I'm not, is, does yours, do you find he wants less light or more light? It likes having light. It likes being in a cabinet. But like bright light? Um, It's in my lower light cabinet. So it's getting like 800, 12 hours a day. That's a really sh- decent chunk of light. So. Yeah, but it's, it's not, not like massive. It's not ficus level. Right. Interesting. Um, I should, yeah. It's definitely not turning down or anything. It, it likes where it is. That's a good point, yeah. Hmm. Uh, yeah, I love a Cupria. He's pretty goth. Yes, yeah. alien looking brain. And if you get a red secret one, those Ooh, things yeah. are sick. Do you still have red yep. secret? I still have two of them. Sweet. So if and when you ever have space or want them or put them both in the same pot, I can make that happen. I just repotted my normal one. <laughs> Could have put it in there with him. <laughs> but they're not the same size. It wouldn't really work. You're going to appreciate this next one. Black Cardinal. Oh my God. Okay, Philodendron. We also have to add Dark Lord. Yeah, I was going to let you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. List um, off. Oh my God, I love Black Cardinal so much. And actually... I'm excited to have slightly less plants so I can give him the care and the light he needs because that is one I want to grow up to be big. I love him um, when he's happy and he's not putting out weird deformed philodendron leaves. <laughs> he's a stunner. But I've started that thing over like four times because I just like get to the point where I'm like, ah, I need you to look nicer now. Yeah. Um. So I haven't grown him to his full glory, but I've actually put him on the back burner since philodendrons can do like, you know, a little bit less light than bright light. And so I kind of neglected him in favor of other stuff like pastas on him or whatever. But I actually decided with the current guy that I have, which I think I took a top cut at the end of last summer um, and sold the bottom to somebody for like 10 bucks. Nice. I, I put him in a better spot in the grow tent so he gets more light. So and I just re- I potted him too because he was drying out. Um, I want him to be beautiful, perfect leaves you know, sometimes they're kind of reddish, but sometimes they're kind of darkish. Mm-hmm. But he kind of comes in as like a mahogany leaf and then turns to like a dark. I don't know. I love him so much. Super underrated. I can't believe. Yeah, I actually don't really see them around anymore. I no. used to see them everywhere. And now I don't see them that often. And people actually, I saw somebody in the Facebook group who was like, I'm looking for black cardinal. I was like, I got weird you, you can't. F- no, no, no. <laughs> oh. No, I don't. I don't got you. <laughs> I was like, weird you can't find it. Yeah. Because like when I first got him, like they were all over. Um, I'm not going to cut mine. Maybe when he gets bigger. Yeah. But like right now we're, we're growing the one I have. So I want him to be beautiful. Uh, Dark Knight. Dark Lord. Dark Lord, sorry. That's a sexy one. That's another one I want to grow up into these big leaves because he gets really cool. They're kind of like triangle, upside down triangle shaped leaves. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Red, red stem, red petiole. And then these really dark, 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 dark leaves. Um, those also kind of come in like a, a black cardinal where they're kind of like a reddish mahogany. Uh-huh. And then fade to a dark green. Super moody. A super easy grower if you give him a ton of light. Oh my God, grows like a weed. Love him. And then I just want to be able to grow him up to like eight feet tall. This is a tangent. Did you see um, Kirsten's Red Moon that she posted in our Discord? No, I've been avoiding the Discord. Oh. Ooh. Yeah, super cool. 
We were talking Red Moon a couple episodes ago. What I really love about this is, is that... Is it Red Moon or Red Sun? Uh, or is that a different name for two different things? Might be two different things. Well, I think Mackie said they had the Red Sun. Yeah, she said Red Moon. Okay. Um, the the variegation like line matches oh, up with the petiole cute. variegation line. It's That's so, so satisfying. Cool. Yeah. Awesome plant, Kirsten. Yeah. So cool. Next black plant. Next black plant. Oh, I put Sansevieria because there's a lot of like real dark leaf Sansevierias, snake plants. I don't know what they'd be now. Dr- Dr- Dracaena. I'm trying to think of which ones are dark. I think there's one that's called Black Dragon. Oh, they have like the uh, super black coral. Black coral. Because I think Adam had the black coral. Yeah. Black Sansevierias. I want to say like Mayokana or Mayo Mayo something. I don't think that's right. Yeah, you don't see those around too often. You don't. Um, you really see the Green Bay Packers colored ones, which is why I never <laughs> got into them because I was like, I'm not getting a green and yellow plant. Yeah, so there's a black dragon. There's a black coral. Um, jade Hanii. It's kind of like a darker deep Hanii green. is just the growth form. That's like the bird's nest. Oh, gotcha. Black diamond. Yeah, mm-hmm. there's there's a lot of real dark Sansevieria slash Dracaenas out there. Um, that you can find, um, probably not just sitting on a shelf at Target, but yeah. you'd have to be, you'd have to hunt. You'd be, be diligent. I had the Sansevieria trifasciata mm. um, that I enjoyed. And I'm, I think I just got rid of it because I had too many plants and I wasn't feeling them. Yeah. Um, but those are, those are, that, that, that is a fun plant to give a lot of light to and see how it reacts. Yeah. It's just like a ZZ plant. You'll actually see it grow if you give it enough light, even yeah. though it's labeled a low light plant. Give it bright light. I never have. They're very satisfying. I mean, I understand. I guess I understand, quote unquote, why they call them low light plants, just because they tend to tolerate lower light. But they are native to Africa, so they want butt tunnel light. Yeah, they're living in freaking underneath the sun. Yeah, they want butt tunnel light. Mm -hmm. Yep. Uh, The last two black plants I have on here, I can't really speak on. Um, Mackie is out sick right now, but I had Escavaria. Escavaria. The succulents? Yeah. Escovaria, Black Prince, and Black Knight, which is just... Black Prince and Black Knight. I don't mm-hmm. know those specific ones. Yeah, they're they're Ooh. like a real deep purple, almost black. Yeah. Um, on the succulent train, the... Is it Black Rose Aeonium? Oh, I want one of those because they grow. And, and then once they lose their leaves, they'll get a stem, like a trunk. And then when they get older, they have much longer. And so they get like kind of like Dr. Seuss trees. Uh-huh. But they're black. They look yeah. like little roses. They're, they're cool. so cool. But they're always so stupid expensive. Yeah. On the uh, succulent train, the what the zebra Haworthia can get real dark. Oh, yeah. Black and white. Black and white. Ooh. No, no, no. I, I really like that one. I like the contrast of the black and the uh, white. Yeah, that is a good one. I don't have room for a black and white succulent <laughs> Haworthia in my collection. They're so moment. small, but though. If I have 50 plants, I would get that one. <laughs> Like how I'm just denoting how important well, it would, like yeah. how many l- less plants I'd have to but have to get But you're this denoting one. between 50 and 25 because there's one earlier that you said you had yes. 25 plants. Yes. Which means it's not as high on the list of plants that you would get versus no, that 50 would, plants. That, I, I think the, the, the exclusivity of the 25 plants mm-hmm. is more exclusive than if like if I had 50. Oh, see, I'm reading that. I understood that like, oh, I have 25 plants and I have my 100 plant fan. So I have room for oh. to bring in 75. Well, see if if that, here's the thing. If I get down to twenty five plants, it's all, it's, it's my all choice, points. yeah, to only have those twenty five. So those twenty five are special to me, and those are going to be twenty five plants, meaning they're going to be giant. You're, yeah, you're going to be walking through a jungle to get through Kaylin's house, <laughs> and then you'll be like, "Wow, Kaylin, you have so many plants." I'll be like, "I only have twenty five. <laughs> what are you talking about? I used to have one hundred and seventy five. It takes five hundred gallons of water. Water. <laughs> <laughs> yes, this pot takes ten gallons." This pot takes eight <laughs> gallons. Oh, man. I, I would get a house hose at that point. Mm-hmm. That would be... Actually, it's... It's honest... Oh, I don't even like watering with the hose either. It's convenient, <laughs> but, like, I like being able to measure. Oh, like, sure. oh, this is my third gallon in that gigantium. Because then I know I'm done. <laughs> but when you're watering with the hose, you're just like, when is it going to come out? I'm just standing here. Because that's what I do in the summer. Mm-hmm. I just stand out there and water them until I'm like, I guess this is good. I mean, I Summertime is easy because... Yeah. They dry up faster, so you can't really overwater. Well, and, you know, they're like my plumeria lives in full sun and he right. wants to not dry out. So, right. like, I do water, overwater him every day. Yeah. Do we talk about the burgundy ficus? 
No, because we flipped we it over. switched it to this side. Burgundy ficus is a super sweet goth plant. Yeah, super dark green leaves. Again, ficus want fuck ton of light. Bright, 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 bright light. Don't put it anywhere if it's not right in front of a window. Yeah. You could probably get away with growing it in an east window, but you're going to want to give them your brightest window, which mm-hmm. is south or west. And or grow light. I, in, in the winter, I do grow lights. They're in a corner with no windows, but they get grow lights. Yeah. Super close to the foliage on for like 12, 14 hours a day. Mm. So my volume of light they're getting is nuts. But uh, they're happy and they're growing. Two Hoyas that I love because they come out with black leaves that then harden off to green are Australis. Just regular old Hoya Australis. Oh, yeah. I forgot about him. Um, they come in with nice black round leaves and then they harden off to a deep dark green. And then the Hoya India that I got from Mackie. What about Croniana? Isn't there a black oh, Croniana? Yes, there's a there's dark Coronianas, but that was just the two Hoya off the top of my brain. Yes. Ooh, the Syndapsis Trubii. Oh, dark form. Dark form. Super cool. I don't know that I would ever try growing that unless someone gave it to me for free with the $10 bonus gift. Paid me to grow it. So they paid you to grow it? (laughs) Yes. Yes. (laughs) I did not have a super great time with the moonlight, so I don't know that I want to try its harder friend, the um, dark form. Is there a dark string of hearts? I mean, I guess regular string of hearts is kind of dark. I don't know why I was thinking there was like a black. No, because Orange River is just green Mm -hmm. and Silver Glory is like silver. Yeah. Wouldn't that be cool, though? Black string of hearts. An ice cold black heart. Let's get on it. Ooh. I'll just grow out a string of hearts and spray paint it black quick. And you can go back to like Tradescantia, the regular old Tradescantia is a real dark purple with like black on it. Mm-hmm. Oh, I do love the purple foliage on that one. <laughs> what? I am not always against the color purple, <laughs> just in food. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry if you guys tuned into last week's episode and get to hear that I don't need purple things. <laughs> what other black? There's Black's a little harder to come by. Um, I mean, we listed a good chunk of we black did. plants. We did. But I feel like you can find way more pink versus black. I'm not going to find it in February, but I love a black petunia. Mm-hmm. Those are sexy. And black dahlias. Oh, and black orchids. Really like black There's black. so many black orchids out there. Yeah. Good Good luck finding that for your sweetie on good luck growing Valentine's it. Day. Period. <laughs> I still want a naked man orchid. Mm-hmm. If you don't know what those are, look them up. It's quite and, funny. And NS, NSFW. Ooh, uh, goldfish plants. Some of them. There's a specific one. That's real dark. Because the one that I have, I guess, no, no, the one I have can be goth-y. It's it's like a dark, dark green. But there is a darker one than the one I have. Mm -hmm. He's sweet. I love him. He's sexy. But I don't have him. (laughs) Only room for one goldfish goldfish plant plant in my life. Oh, I want to skip back. I The plant I forgot in the pink section Mm. was the ice tone croton. See, I ha- I was going to put croton down, but that's such a hard plant to grow. <laughs> but the ice tone croton is a specific color. Okay, I just, I didn't even, I, I listened to what you said. My brain was ready to say this. So yeah, it didn't it's make fine. any sense. Um, crotons are not hard to grow. They just need a fuck ton of light. <laughs> and actually last year over winter, I didn't give them a grow light because I was like, you don't deserve this $12 plant. <laughs> so I put them in my south facing window off to the, it was like the, the, leftmost pain so it wasn't even like the main section of my south window and he did just fine he survived and then we got to summer he went outside full sun nice happy and now he's actually i booted him downstairs to the yucca because he was kind of quarantine mm-hmm. but he's under a grow light so yeah he's getting what he wants um i just thought of but the ice tone is like lisa frank colors thank you bye oh bye and it's got pink, which is why I want the ice tone and not the Thanksgiving <laughs> colored one. But I've already got the Thanksgiving <laughs> colored one. And I'm not about to own two crotons. So one or the other. You don't want to be the croton lady? <laughs> With two crotons? Yeah. Um, more than everybody else. I just quickly thought of another black one. The Maranta Black. Black? Maranta Black. Is it just Maranta Black? Black band? Silver, Silver band. band. But is it? So it must just, I think it's just Maranta Black. Ooh. Good luck finding it. But cool one for sure. Do some searching if you love your person. Yeah. Your goth girlfriend or boyfriend <laughs> or they friend. They friend. I like that. <laughs> um, if we missed any, feel free to shout us out. Tell us. Take us all in your black plant photos. Yeah. Love it. Even if you're not an anti-Valentine's person, black plants are awesome. Mm-hmm. They, do, they give you a nice contrast against all the green. Mm-hmm. God, they're so sexy. <laughs> I keep thinking about like Raven ZZ. Ugh. Ooh, my metalhead is kind of goth. Oh, yeah. Alocasia metalhead. 
Mm-hmm. More like a deep, is it deep purple or deep maroon? It's probably a purple. Deep yeah, purple. I think I put it on the purple. Um, dark green leaves, purple undersides. Yeah. Super cool. And then almost, honestly, the petioles are almost like a magenta. Mm-hmm. I stare at them while I eat breakfast. When the new leaves come out, they're like black, black. While you eat your Captain Crunch. <laughs> Captain Crunch peanut butter <laughs> for the win every morning. I sit at my dining room table and I face my metal head in the corner under my Soltec aspect light. <laughs> yeah, the new leaves come out like black, black, and then they fade to a really dark green. Nice. And like, they're just like big shovels is how I would describe those leaves. Right. He's got two babies in his pot, so I'll have to cut those out and grow them into plants and sell them. Mm-hmm. Actually, what I could do is grow them into plants and then put them in my outside planters and then grow them outside this summer. Could we, um, it's goth in a different way, but Colocasia Pharaoh's mask. Oh, sure. But kind of a very, very metal looking plant. Not like black, black, because it has like what, purple veins? It, yeah, it's like green a bright, foliage. it's like a bright green with real deep purple veins. But like, but you it's know, such just a, nature is so fucking metal. Yeah. It goes in that subreddit, this plant. Yeah. Pharaoh's mask, Colocasia. Look it up if you haven't seen it before. Um, some people find it a little freaky. So like, Kirsten, don't look that it. up. It was one, when I was like, when it, that was a plant that I wanted since like day one of me starting plants. That one? I don't even remember where I found it or saw it. I saw a picture of it. And I was like, that plant is on my list you of things to grow. You life. Yeah. Uh, before we were recording. And now I have was, a pile of dirt of them. Yeah. I have like four. Do you want one? No, I've got a pot of dirt. It's got like four of them in there. It'll so, come up. Okay. Um, when I pulled my Pharaoh's mask out of the pot to bring everything, because it was in my outside planter on the patio, brought it in. I made sure to harvest all of the babies mm-hmm. that were in there. And I had it growing in with like some sweet potato vines and a begonia oh. and like an impatience. The black sweet, sweet potato, potato vine. vine. Yeah. Not something it's you're going to find. Not a house plant. <laughs> yeah. But not a house plant. I do love it. Not something you'd find in February. Great for outdoor plants. Fucking love it. That and the like the Oreo one mm-hmm. together with the Regal Shield. Ah! <laughs> Never going to grow anything else. Oh, uh, we got distracted again. Um, Pharaoh's mask. Yeah. So I dismantled the planter. I was only keeping the Pharaoh's mask. But like that thing made so many babies. Yeah. If my pot of dirt doesn't sprout in the spring. I meaning, will have babies for meaning you. Meaning I rotted it or dried it too much during the winter. <laughs> yeah. Are you letting it stay dirt? Mm-hmm. Are you trying to bring it back? What do you mean? Are you trying to revive it right now? Or are you no, just waiting? No, 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 I'm waiting until spring. Okay, that's why I was asking. Yeah. Um, so I pulled him out and I knew that, you know, because I disturbed the roots and I was pulling him out and bringing him inside that I was going to just like, just expect him to die off, right? But I saved all the little corms, the little tubers, the babies, whatever. I planted all of them. I gave them ideal conditions, humidity, keep them moist. Um, they all lived. <laughs> I have been trying to sell them for Which is so weird that no one wants them. I know. It was so hard to find it. Yeah. And then I finally got my hands on one. It's probably because they don't, they're not mature yet. So they don't look. Mine, like the babies that I have, some of them have some cool freaking leaves. Sure. I just don't know why people are not snatching them up. And maybe it's because it's a colocasia. Maybe it's because people are over alocasia type plants, but I am not. (laughs) Um, But yeah, my plant went nuts, had all these babies. I potted them up. None of them died. And now I'm just trying to like sell them off for like five bucks. I just don't want to give them away because like I put time in it. So like give me the bare minimum money here. But like I've been selling them and I still have more. And then I looked in my tent and I have a big one. I have a slightly smaller one. I have another big one. And then like a tall, like four inch pot in the grow tent. And I'm like, why do I have four down here? And like (laughs) those big pots. They do not have one plant in them. They have multiple plants in them. Mm. So I'm just like looking at this, like, did you just mate and have babies down here without telling me? And then now I just have four pots. I didn't think I had four pots. I thought I had two and now I have four. In addition to the two still in my cabinet, Mm. which I'm going to up pot. Actually, I should put them together. (laughs) Yeah, that's a good idea. I'm going to repot some plants after this. Yeah, cool. If anyone local needs a Pharaoh's mask, hit me up. They're $10. (laughs) You just said you, five. Well, I'm going to put them together. Oh. So it'll be two plants. Two for five. Wait. Two plants. $5 each. They come together. $10. Or if you want one of the big ones, hit me up for one of those two because I do not need that many plants for next summer. But if I have to, I will put them in every outdoor planter and grow them. You should. Which then will lead to way more. Right. Actually, what I should do is I should try selling them in the gardening groups. Yeah, I mean, that's where we got ours was at the... Yeah, I got one from Tyler. And then they had them at the Water Garden Lily Brothers sale at the something or whatever Friends it's called. School plant Friends sale. School. So you got one, Alyssa got one. I thought you got one of those. Oh. Yeah, I had the one from Tyler. Mm. 
but yeah, it was it was really cute that our whole like our whole our whole little group, three of us now have Pharaoh's masks <laughs> that we're all excited which, to have. Which them. like four years ago, it was like you couldn't find them anywhere. No, and they were probably expensive. And of course, I was not about to spend more than like fifteen dollars on a colocasia because who knows what's going to happen to that thing? Right. It's not a plant I'm spending money on. Cool. But, plan of the week. Oh, that's a hard question. <laughs> Didn't I just have to figure this out? I think I have mine. I can go first. Okay, you go first. <clears throat> Mine's going to be my Hoya uh, Ganangadin. Ooh, I want to cutting of that. Yep. It. Now that I've finally gotten rid of my mealy situation, thanks Ben and Bugs in my cabinet, it threw out like three or four vines. So, I'm, I mean, it's already been a full plant, but now it's going to be even fuller faster because it's growing again. I love that. Yeah, I'm super excited. The baby leaves on those are so cool. Um, I love their Same baby pictures. leaves. And I love the, oh my gosh, I can only think Crassio Pilata right now. What's the one? Callistophylla. I love Callistophylla baby leaves and I love Ganongadine. Okay, I'm going to pick my Manjula Pothos. Ooh. The one that's upstairs in the guest bathroom, in the sea monster bathroom, uh, in my Wally Girl in the skylight. Yes. Getting 800 foot candles. Um, that is just a mutant Manjula <laughs> that is full as fuck, living his best life. I've taken cuttings for a couple of people for Plant Fairy Friday. And every time you cut that pothos back, he decides to branch and get brand, fuller. It bushes. Yeah. Mine's the same. It just And like, I think I potted like six or eight cuttings in the pot when I put it in there. And so like, it's just dense. Mm-hmm. It's like when somebody has a really thick head of hair and you can tell that's the plant. Mm-hmm. It's just lots of leaves all like in there. It's all compacted and... It's starting to vine a little bit now that I've stopped taking cuttings. And I'm just like, I love you. <laughs> now let's hope I don't root rot it like I did the last like three times. Inevitably, I always end up root rotting my manjula and I have to start it over. But that's okay. That is one that for some reason tends to rot. Yeah. Whatever. It's easy. Like I have enough different nodes that I'll just take six, throw everything else away. Sure. Yeah. Start, start over. over. It's a pothos. It's reliable. <laughs> but cool. Love that guy. Yeah. Well. Congrats. Plants of the week. Yeah. Happy Valentine's Day. Wee Or not. <laughs> yeah. Again, not a super. Fuck capitalism. I mean, what? <laughs> Don't participate in that. But also buy plants. Not but yeah, get some new plants. Don't and get rem- flowers oh, that die and get some plants. If you do pick up a plant for somebody, uh, make sure it's bagged before you go outside. If you expose oh, that yeah. plant to cold air temperatures, it will cause the cells of the plant to rupture and kind of kill it you could totally kill it or you could almost kill it or you could kill off all the foliage but the roots are still good and it'll grow back but it doesn't make a good gift so bag it yeah also if you're buying a plant for somebody make sure they want plants yep because like kale and i we don't want plants for valentine's day please don't buy us plants yeah if adrian and brandon went out and bought us plants for valentine's day i'd be like why well i'd be like brandon you're you're the one who instilled this plant limit on me (laughs) this is 101 (laughs) sir and what are you doing right um but yeah it depends on who you're buying for yeah um Maybe check first. <laughs> Run it by them. Either way. Yeah. If uh, you let the plant die, no different than if you got cut flowers. Sure. <laughs> all righty, folks. Join the Discord. Check us out on Instagram. Leave us reviews and stuff. Do all the fun stuff. Yeah. Well, reviews would be sick. I mean. We don't ever talk about reviews. We don't need them. we also them. don't have advertisers. So just leave us a review because we're asking for it now. Yeah. And we don't bug you every week. Right. Just go do it now. We don't do 10 minutes of commercials either so yeah wouldn't wouldn't you love it if in the middle of our episode we play some music and then start talking about our sponsors (laughs) i was thinking about that today i was like i wonder if our listeners are thankful we don't have sponsors and christine's like i do all this for free i want sponsors (laughs) yeah give us money i can take it or leave it i'm Uh, fine we don't have to conform to anybody's view by taking their money yeah but if they all the swear words we want but what i do appreciate is if you are liking the episode you're listening to give us a little review Give us an, some feedback so we know what to do or not do and go if from you, there. If you do want to give us money, you can send us a donation. We'll send you some stickers. Yeah, or something. We haven't talked about the Threadless in forever either. We we do have shirts and stuff. There's merch. Oh, yeah. You can buy our Stay Rough, uh, what is it, our catchphrase? Yeah. And put it on things. And you can pick what color of the things you want. You can pick what things you want. Yeah, you can also I get have the show logo too. I have a t-shirt that says Stay Rough. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, all that's on the Instagram. So go check it out. Yep, check it out. Do some stuff, support us, tell your friends, share our share our episodes. I would love it if people started giving advice to people on Facebook groups by tagging our episodes. That'd be sick. <laughs> Here, listen to Caitlin talk about light for an hour. We need to do our third light episode because we never really talked about grow lights. 
You guys said our second episode was sufficient for grow lights. I disagree. I, I really don't. Yeah, I mean, we we like, um, what's the word? Lightning round it. So we could have a more dedicated. Yeah, I wasn't prepared to like actually have that deep discussion that I wanted to. <laughs> and then all of a sudden we're like, oh, no, that's good. I was like, no, it's not. Maybe we can do an episode that's like how to calculate your light. And then to, like, I th- I feel like starting from scratch, setting up grow lights would mm-hmm. be a helpful like walkthrough. Sure. We're burning show topics we here. Are. Okay, <laughs> bye everybody. Ah, you're going to have to wait for that one. We're going to turn off the recording and keep talking about this. All right, stay Yay. rough everybody. Yeah, real rough. Okay, bye bye guys. <laughs>